0: So well, in this year, I'd like to talk about, a bit about the uh, background of Lag B'Aimer and uh, the way I would like to uh, frame this year, frame the discussion, is that we're going to discuss a number of mysteries relating to Lag as we know it today. Now, uh, there's no, you know, there have been articles that have been written on it. Sometimes people come with a certain agenda, they're trying to prove something about Lag B'Aimer, we're not here to prove anything one way or the, or the other and I'm not here to be Mazbir, why there are so many mysteries. It is an interesting phenomenon. We're not uh, trying to disprove anything. But, uh, you know, maybe it's a priyataka that uh, a day, a mystical day, so maybe uh, you know, that, uh, a day that's mystical, it should talk could be a little uh, mysterious in, uh, in how all the details came together. Um, now, this is a topic, like I remember, is a topic that has been, it's a well-trodden, it's been... You know, a well trodden path. It's uh, it's something that's been researched a lot, written about a lot. So I'm not attempting to uh, come here with any chedushim, but I'm going to bring together a number of different topics. I don't know if they've ever all been brought together like this in this way. Uh, so overall, I would like to discuss the mystery of the chalal din esfirosoemer, how we come to have these dinim, the mystery of the din of Lagbaimer in halacha, how Lagbaimer came to be uh, treated differently in halacha, the mystery of Lag Bo'emer in Muran, how Muran came to be a place that people go on Lag The mystery of how Lag Bo'emer came to be known as the day Hashem Bar Yachai passed away. Um, and this, this, the Rebbe has these letters, this uh, Chabad is very involved in this particular question. And then finally, if we have time, uh, the mystery of the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. What is actually the story with Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim? Second. So we're going to start with the, the mystery of the DNA Sfirah So for this, I'm using an article by, uh, I guess he's a professor, Daniel Sperber. Now, I think lately he's become a bit more controversial. He's taken on a bit of a interesting role. He's trying to change halacha in certain areas. So at this point, uh, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to give him that airtime, but it happens to be that he has a, a set called... Uh, Menahgai Yisrael, it's printed by Meister Rav Koch. They still sell it in the stores. That's where I got mine. A few blocks away. So Menahgai Yisrael is also an interesting set where he goes to different Menahgim and he tries to explore them or explain them with some of out, some out of the box thinking, makayis that's maybe uh, in base you wouldn't uh, come across or you wouldn't put it together in the way he does. Uh, some of his volumes, he actually has a thing where he uh, goes through. Old pictures, these Mediah, Komini, the Yukim, and he's in the pictures from 500 years ago about certain menhagim, someone drew uh, a Seder uh, table, for example, 500 years ago, you might notice interesting things. So, anyway, so in the Chayla which came out in 1989, so he has a chapter, menhagga, veilis, but kufa, svirus, el So, first of all, if you open the Altarebish Shokhan Aruch, Simon Topsad, the you will not get a lot of information. Altarebish says, okay, sir, that uh, there's a and then there's two shittus, but you know, beyond that, not much. So same thing, open to Shulchan Aruch. So the Mechaber says, Ad bo'emer. The Ramas says, some say, from ear instead. So the big question that he, that bothers uh, Sperber is, uh, how did we end up with these two uh, menhagam which he identifies as Sephardi versus Ashkenazi? The them are keeping from Pesach, and the Ashkenazim are keeping from Yishchidesh to Shavuos. Uh, so it begins by discussing what's Bechlal, where do the menhagam of Sigurd come from? Bechlal. So we go back, of course, to the Gemara, Gemara Yevamus. We know that you is the 12,000 pairs of Talmidim, 24,000 Talmidim Rebbe Kiva, Kul HaMesu, Pesach Latzares, I'm sure we all know that. Um, but if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't uh, have anything to say about what that might mean practically. It's just uh, another uh, mice in the Gemara, uh, among many. Uh, you fast forward a thousand years, which itself is very interesting and a bit of a mystery. Uh, you fast forward about 800, a thousand years, and you start seeing the and they're quoting the Goenim, the late Goenim, are talking about this Minig that uh, because of this Gemara, Sotaka were knowingly this Abel. But all the early Makaitis at the Svaran, quoting the Goenim, they all say, just like the Gemara. So Apashtos. If we're talking uh, for some reason, turning this into a uh but pashdas it's from pesach to shulos. So That's what the gemara says. Quotes different makaydas of not rinoi going shasha altem lameh mekalchim in kaisin be pesach latzadas emachmas iser v'mlav. So there was some kind of minhag, but people didn't even really understand what the minhag was for. So Avi Yadin he says shleimishum iser naguba alimishum minhag gavelos kacham ruchazal shlimasr alaf muzikn kalmidim et cetera. So, this minig has been since then, even though there's no documentation of it until uh, towards the end of the Goenem, like I said. Um, yeah, other quotes, the, the quote of High as, as saying that as well. Uh, it's quoted in your Yuduchem, which is from There's actually another Tshuva of High that mentions a different minig, that Sholei Lassus Malacha Bi Pesach HaDatseres Meshkies not such a, not as popular a minig like the uh, other one, uh, it does come up in Allah, women, that's its own discussion, but actually these Mekretas, while they are referring to Pesach, they also don't mention a lot of uh, other menhagem, it's just not marrying, and this additional minig of not working. So where do, we, where do we get to the idea that the Sfarim are not keeping Tishavos? So that's when the, the enters Sefer Hamanig, Rav Rambam Ben Nason It's actually in Luchas Eidos in So he quotes the Rif that Ain Minig Lichnas Ben Pesach Laatzaris. So then he adds Vaach Minig Butzarvas UProvencia Lichnos Milamed Gimel Lo Eimer it says in parentheses, Ken Sarak so I'm not sure what it said originally. He's quoting it and correcting it at Migal of Eilach. And I heard, B'Shem Abzirachia which I believe is the Raza, uh, the famous one, Shematsa B'Sefer Yosha and HaBom that's, he found another text, Shemesu pasach V'at Prey if you know the basics, they should also be familiar that uh, this Vart, that it's not Tilat it's actually Price Out And what's Price? Price is half. So, uh, Mix a chajben that uh, half ends up being half of 30. So, 15 days before Shavuos, Lag BaOmer. Some people it like that. Uh, this whole girsa only originates in the context of those who are explaining why... Uh, the, 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 the has, someone ever resfo- has someone ever responded and said, I think for carrot Kher- I don't know. But that's the context in which it arises, and then you start seeing this getting copied throughout Sephara, that, oh, there's this minic to only be B- B- nice talk about so that's part of the Sephardi tradition, so the tradition was to observe uh, Velos, but then this extra wrinkle that, oh, there's a girsa from Svara that says... It's still pre-sahat mm-hmm. um, There's there, there are problems with that as well, because if you make the chashmim, it should be lama dalet. In fact, I think we'll get to that later, that the chalach says lama dalet, so it still doesn't mean that lag bo'emer per se. Um, but the idea that it's not until shavuos, for sure. Um, the me'idi also says, kabol biyad should be yem lag bo'emer ha'miso. Uh, then you have, the, still no one is mentioning haircuts, then you get to Reb Yishua ibn Shuib, who has his drashas, and he already mentions the not cutting the hair, and then it says, Adla ad Lamedal bo That gets into the Torah. As Yosef says, the mochit is this, Reb Yishua ibn Shuib. Okay. So, overall, we got the picture from time to goenim, there's this, this minhag then the fired them at some point, not all the way from the beginning, but from uh, the Sefer Amman and Ganar mentioning that it's till the middle. La Gimel, la Dalad William. So, those are the only two options. So, back to the question of how did the Ashkenazim end up with this concept of Chedesh until shavuos? So, uh, the answer is, he says, if you look in Sefer Hagim to Bei Mara Says, okay. Then he writes, okay. once Nisan is over, every Shabbos you say Zuloses. So Zuloses is a kind of piyot. Back then, they used to say many many Shabbosim for many different reasons. And it, there was always a mill of davening somewhere. And depending on where you inserted it in davening, that's the name it got. So if you inserted it in Birchas Yoetzer, you got. Yaitsres, right? So that's the uh, term that's still familiar till today, even though we uh, um, I don't know if we say it, even in Rosh Hashanah we say only in Hazaras uh, Hachatz, right? We don't uh, we don't say it in Berchus Kli Other communities till today say Yom Nerayim, say and other Yom Tzeivim, Shabbos, the whole the whole world of Minhagim uh, involving Piyot that are observed in part till today. So uh, maybe. uh, so he's referring to Zulasis. What are Zulasis? So uh, between MS uh, MSBatsiv and Ezras, Maybe the word Selah wasn't in their ghisa. Anyway, they since you insert it after the word Zulasha, so they're called Zulassus. Okay? So after Nissen, he says, we say he says to give names, Uh I believe they are documented, we know what these are till today. I don't think anyone has this particular meaning anymore. I Could be wrong. Um, we have a special masker uh, So there's something going on in Chodesh ear with these zulosis and uh, the Shabbos mavarchim uh, of saying averachim, which we should be familiar with because, as we know, in our seder today, you have that you don't say averachim Shabbos averachim except Shabbos averachim seven. And in quotes from other of these Ashkenazi sources, uh, from from Kleisner, Magansuk, Shiyavernissen, you say the Zula Vishavas. So there were special kinnis. Essentially, these are kinnis. Uh, you know, for practical purposes, they were known as the losses based on the location and davening. We see this minig already of the Avarachmim before uh, Shavuos. Um, so now. Chav is really mainly Tachvatat. Chav has some earlier, very faint lucratus, but the real storm of Chav Sivan is from Tachvatat, which is much, much later, of course. Um, huh? But the Menhagim of Ear uh, and Sivan are not, uh, because not because of that, and not because of Chav Sivan or because of Tachvatat. You see already that, uh, as we discussing, we're going to discuss what they're talking about, that this minute was before Shavuos, they were not talking about uh, then. Um... And, and then in I guess in it says, So we know there were the Crusades of 1096. We know they rampaged through uh, France and Germany and destroyed Menhagim, when Eden uh, were killed. That was a very traumatic uh, event in the history of Ashkenaz. So that's where these Menhagim, about the Zolossus, are. Uh, Involved. So he says he, qu- he quotes another Ashkenazi sefer called Sefer minaktaiv and all of a sudden you see that he's, he's rattling off all these other uh, minhagim. Minatayv shleilu stabv shleilu chanech ksus v'shun davar chodesh ulis anik d'merchas v'lasus t'purnov me'achraya pesach adat zeres uchvayi d'chsedem atimim hayisharon shemasru atzum al kadosh Hashem. Except for Lag B'Omer, so you're also seeing a whole another list of hominest, uh, not all of which we even observe. Uh, but, and says clearly that it's because of the hashem uh, So that's where the losses are coming in, and that's where the Ovarachmim is coming in. Um, the other minute, another minute, variation of Ovarachmim was In memory of these uh, Harugim. In fact, Tzvile Tzav itself was composed and that's how yeah, that's you end up with the Mogan And from there to our minute today, There's different variations of whether ear and sivan or just Sivan. Not getting into all the nitty-gritty of how each Aminig is you know, observed precisely today, but the general uh, idea of what these Vishenim are talking about and the background to what they're saying. Now, when exactly did the Xeris Tatnu happen? So it was r- a roving mob, so depending on where you were, the mob arrived at a different time. But if you look into it, it seems that all the Harigas that are famous, Hataka happened after the Shidah Shir. So Kihila uh, Shpira, Sapira, for those who are familiar with that name, it happened in Chas-ir, happened on Ches'ir, Vermaiza was Chav Gimelir. Uh, Magenta was Gimul Sivan. Colonia was Vavseven. So you see it's Mamish from the beginning of the year till right before, right till Shavuos. So Mamela, once you understand all this information, so then you can understand where suddenly the Ashkenazim sort of transposed, maybe they were aware of the early Mercatus, but they sort of channeled it into Menage for Frixadis, Tapnu. And since Tadus Tatnu is from Shkedish Ear until Shavuos, so that's how you end up with that minute, that Cheshvin of the Shkedish Ear until Shavuos. And that's where you start seeing these Yesh Oeminims. It's all in uh, Ashkenazi uh, Makratis, apparently. says, so uh, technically, technically uh, Tatnu started in France. And in France, it was tack, uh, the end of Nissan. But uh, it all depends on who's observing the is probably a mall differently if you, you know, go back 700 years. There were probably were many more variations. If you lived in Germany and the, the wounds were still fresh, maybe the monogam were more varied and more nuanced. But B'chalos, uh, Germany, that's how you end up with uh, these monogam quotes. Uh, he quotes from the Maharil, the the idea that different people talk, some were keeping in Ashkenaz Gufa, some were keeping from Pesach to La Gohimer, and some were keeping from Ir till Shavuos. In the Maharil it says, Maharil hinnig lubachurov isr giluach mi Pesach ad lamet gimel. Yesh noegim beichaveh, some hide, hater, you know, they do it quietly, and they're noeg hater, kreidim rish chedish ir. Right, tzv'chein ra'isi noeg r'bzaman Stein Sheyosh of Oppenheim. He was in Oppenheim. That's three size from Agenza. Now, that's a whole different discussion. The and beards, and we're not getting into that, but we will make a note of it. Uh, so he writes, um, So between Pesach and year but he said, I'm, I'm sure my Rebbe won't be able to tell when the last time I uh, shaved was, or cut was, probably doesn't mean shave, it only means trimming. So uh, he, he lived far enough away that he figured that by the time he gets there, it will be unclear how long... Uh, so this idea where Maril was more insistent on Pesach, but he had Hamidim that were doing other things. Um, and Maril, he was not Megalech Skonoi till Shavuos. That's uh, Like I said, that's all the discussion... So Amela, that's the uh, that's the thesis, that's the idea here of Ashkenaz. Uh, this is also mentioned in the Taz. If you look at the Taz on top the of Gimel, um, so that's the Taz himself is, pretty, is saying it pretty clearly. That even if the Sfardim, these Makritis say, but as Ashkenazim, we're aware that we should continue until Shavuos. That seems like Hemshapter Maril, who also seems to be like kept from Pesach till But that's, that explains the, the different factors here. And then in the next chapter, uh, I'm just going to mention it in, uh, for a second, that uh, he says, based on this, you can actually see a very different attitude. Between how you actually treat these minhagim, lamaisa, between the Ashkenazim and the Sfarim, the Ashkenazim take it very seriously, and the Sfarim are often a lot more likely to say, "No, stop, I'm a minig." The Radbaz he quotes the shul of the Radbaz, the Radbaz says, "I need Um He doesn't have anything to do with Ashkenaz, so why is he why is he saying that? Because he says, Nissen is Osir Behaspit of tainus, So, how can you tell me that I have to be Noeg Menage Avelis in the middle of Nissen where I'm still Osir uh, Behaspit of Batainus? It's just a Minig. Uh, so, he's being a little dismissive of this whole thing. He doesn't understand why he should care so much about Menage Avelis, a Minig for Tamid and Rebbe Kiva. it's interesting to note that Amam Bechlau skips this in Ganzen. We you know that Amam is Bechlau very loyal to the Gemara doesn't always uh, doesn't always take into account what later Mercado said. So if you want to find where the Rambam talks about of the counting, you have to look in, in the end of the Paddock Zion, I believe. And it's just a one hour or two at the end of the Paddock. And there's no mention of these minhagim at all. So Meret is also in Egypt after the Rambam. So maybe in Egypt in particular, which is even further away, Maybe they uh, mamash were not in the spell. Goes through other last few hundred years, different can where the, the, it seems like the svar them are always more likely. He says you go as far as Yemen, then they're mamash. They're so far away from this whole discussion that um, mamash don't know what you're talking about. So that's the uh, the background of din esfirosoyimer. Now, what about din lagbayimer? So where exactly does lagbayimer come in? So this is based on an article in Yeshurun. Uh, number Tazvav. This came out in Tavshon Samachay. This is an article by a character by the name of Moshe Isaac Bloy. I don't know if any of you know, but uh, he's an interesting character in Yerushalayim. He has his hands uh, involved in many, uh, you know, action that's going on over there. But uh, he's known to also hang out in the, in the library, the National Library, and uh, he wrote this article. And the, the article is written with a bit of an agenda. He's Kilo coming to debunk? Out, uh, but before we get to that, the background of Lag the, the, especially the idea that it's a Yom Simcha. So he starts off by saying, we know famously the Chasam Seifer and the Shaila Lumeshev are uh, the ones who uh, challenge, they acknowledge the Minhagim Lag and, and they challenge them, and they say, we don't understand what's going on. I already mentioned the Chasam Seifer when we spoke about the Eretz Yisrael, because that's the context of some sefer's writing to his friend who was in Swas and he's telling me move to Yerushalayim, I mean, don't, don't stay in Svas. I know that people come and go to celebrate like I don't understand where this comes from. Sholem um. Eishesh goes even further, and just attacks every aspect of Lagbo the, the, the burning, the clothing, which was part of uh, the Minigamiron, Miron attacks that as well. And uh, this whole idea where they acknowledge that people we are going to get to the, when people started saying that, that it's the Yen Petit The Khsam Seifer and the uh, Shalem already are mentioning it, but they say, okay, so why, why should we be happy on a day like that? Since when are we happy on the day that... Uh, the and even the Chassam Seifer says, or maybe the Shalem says, uh, even if the Zayr does mention the word Hilula, and the Zayr talks about the Petit Rashbi without a date. So Zayr mentions the word Hilula, he says, even if the Isaiah says the word Hilula, that's Rashbi is happy. But why should uh, we be happy that we lost someone so great? Um, the Rebbe, uh, I was discussing it here with someone, the Rebbe, in a, in a few places, says that because we understand that we're being mishtatev in the Simcha, Rashbi, Mameyalev, Yesh Bezameyna, To the Shach Levittaya in the Chesam Sefer, etc. cetera. didn't acknowledge this possibility that somehow we're being mishtatev in the Rashbi Simcha. So I'm saying, we're just saying, okay, let's say you establish as the yard side, why should we be happy? Okay. We start by quoting these Makaitas who challenged the, the Simcha of the day. So, what's the first of all is the halachic background. Huh? So, we discussed already the uh, Gemara, the, the Minig, the Manig that says that uh, Rabbi Nizrachia, the Balamar, that found this Girsa of price. However, it's not so pasha as we said that it's even referring to Lamad Gimel, if you do the math. Uh, 49 minus 15 um, comes out to 34. So, how and you talk, I have, uh, like I said, I believe in Shulchan Aruch it says, uh, da, I have to look at check again, but I believe Lamedal does come up. It's definitely you see in the different shittas that so one of the shittas is Lamadal, not Lamad Gemel. In fact, there are some Rishonim that say that the whole uh, thing is a mistake because the Maharil has a chashban, uh, has a different meaning there's the, there's the Zilach, Zilachis chashban of price 15. Um, you, ma'aril has a different chashban, that we have to subtract the days that you don't say Tachron. So it's all the days of Yomtev and all the Shabbosim. So uh, that's his chashban. That uh, you end up subtracting, and you, uh, that's that you end up, uh, balagwem, which itself also is Sarah because the Shabbosim and the Yom Devim overlap, so why are you counting them twice? Um, no, so he's saying the Bisman of the Twenty of Kiva, they weren't Nifter on oh, the days they don't say Tachram. And the mala, what? how do we. Uh, how do we cal- include that calculation? We just do that by stopping the whole thing early. We just condense it. Also, we are observing Sphere on Shabbos. On our Shabbosim, the Chashman is, is interesting. Um, there are some Mishraim that quote this and say that this is actually a mistake. That meaning it's in a that they didn't pass away on these days. But what does that have to do with us ending Sphere early? How does that uh, connect? But that's what the Maidil says. But yeah, you do have the that say Taqilam and So that itself is. There's a lot to discuss and debate as we've already touched on. But at any rate, none of these restraining yet are, any, are mentioning anything about a simcha. Then from the Me'iri and on, Me'iri writes, noegim shleilis Boy. because if we're talking stopping and if there's this idea from, from Sfar that it's the day that they stop passing away, so then you start seeing this idea of noegim Anes which itself is a big debate. If they stop dying... That means there was nothing left, so why is that a happy day? It's itself a question. But, okay, the Me'iri says, And then you get to the Maril, the Maril, Taka says, mm-hmm. You don't say Tachron, you're not allowed to fast. Merah uh, Merottenberg, as well, who's later says, Taka, Shaila. why uh, this question? Taka Why did uh, they all finish passing away? And you have the Tzirutim, maybe the Tzirutim that were left over. Etc. And it's really brought up there. Kameisha, Kameisha a marben by mishut of a simchah k'tas p'hen kasa madul He Quotes it in the Shulchan Aruch as well, but still, certainly nothing to do with Rabb Shem Bayachai. That's uh, that's a fact. Where do you start seeing Rabb Shem Bayachai involved in the picture? So that is more or less the time of the Arizal. Right. So famously, you know, Rabb Chaim writes about Lag BaOmer. He writes about the Arizal. Um, everything of the was printed much later so uh, the key svarim to know are the Prietz Chaim so there are two versions of the Prietz Chaim uh, I think they are both there's Prietz printed in Tovkuf base they're both printed in Karats, the Imamish in Europe far away from Arizal uh, and Tamida Tamida, you know, his uh, you know, the Rashash and all of those who consider themselves the Hamshukh of the Arizal. So in Mem Membez, and then in Tavkuf and there are actually two different versions of the Priyitz Chaim. And then the Shair Kavanis, which is Shmuel Vittal's, son's version of his father's Ksavim. It's a whole parsha of the Arizal, and if you buy a set, there's a lot of duplication involved, if you're familiar with uh, how that works. That was printed in the Tavreishas, even later, Shair Kavanis. So... Um, Quoting we'll here from Kavanis because that feels like a reliable uh, source. Yeah. They made it a trip. They were there for the first few days of the week. He says, though, this is interesting. He says, this was the first time we know that Arizal was born in Israel, and he moved with his mother to Egypt. He grew up in Egypt. His Hasagas were in Egypt, and then he moved to Eretz Israel to meet his Tamil. He says, when the Arizal came the first time, it was actually the first time he came from Eretz Israel. I'm not even sure if he was there yet, because his whole Hasagah came as a, you know, Myla. So, Rechayim bumped into him years before, a few, but obviously not that many years to work with because the Erizo passed away very young. And Eriben's is a chajban that the came to Tzvas in Shin and that's when he started teaching. And he makes a chajban that this story must have happened two years earlier in Shin based on different things Rechayim et writes. So in Shino Chavchaz, Rechaim happened to meet this young man from Egypt. He didn't know that he was great, didn't know that he would have anything to do with him later, but he happened to remember many years later, oh, I actually remember seeing him in, La- in Miran, like Moemer, uh, back then. Um, he quotes from Regenison Sagis, that the first year before Ayyad Chaim actually joined, uh weiter, he went again to Miron, he brought his child there in Kalanchi Besoy, the Shem Gilchhu and this is also the mocker for the Khalaka, the Apshar and the Gwaimer in Miron. Keminik also show me a Mishta So is essentially almost the first mocker, but he's clearly also referring to a Minik Shinog who at the was participating in uh, a larger Minik, including the Gilchraishoy, which is also Kaminik Hayedua. He writes a famous story that the Bavro Mallevi said that he used to say Nachem every day in Shvayne Esther, not just on Tisha B'Av, and he said it even there on that day. And when he finished the Yamidah, Meirizal said Kirav B'Haqetzei Rashiav Ashalom Eimel Al Kivrei V'Ameloi Amar Leishazav Bavro Mallevi Kilo Mo Eimer Nachem Yem Simchasenu, and this is a key word what is this word but here the standard is bm sim hasenu in lahin <laughs> we ibn you're saying ahem you're going to have a reason to need nagham wal yat sa ben shyamat shmaysl bena khal itak Allah a child and yata the kibalahum khumun yat makabal nagham so this is what the khaymatal famously writes and he says, Since in it, So we see that this is serious, because otherwise you might think that, okay, a bunch of people are gathering together. Gathering together who says that it's. No, you see the Arizal observed it. And this is also a key sentence. What exactly is Rukhayim et saying? What's Simcha? Because it's one of the five Talmudim, therefore, this is the day of Simcha. All right. Um, so that tells us about, you know, the question of how Lagbo became came to be known as a happy day. Also interesting. Before I continue with this article about the Petita, so I want to interrupt. Uh, about Miran B'chlau, What are the mechaitas from Miran as the cave of Mishim Re'echai, and for going to Miran? he's saying it's Menegah So I found an article that was printed in uh, Hamavaser which is a newspaper that comes out in Eretz a paper, they also have a Mosaf Torani. This is so The problem with this is that you can't really rely too much on credits like this, because you, a lot of these Makaitis can be misquoted, misunderstood, and these are not the types of places where they necessarily have the wherewithal to get to the bottom of it. So everything is Tzarek batika but Talks about the Chaldees in Miran from time of Chazal, where it's mentioned, and this archaeology, uh, or there was at some point, uh, or it sounds like there is now as well. He quotes; he claims that there is some kind of Arab geographer Adamaski who lived 700 years ago who described celebrations in Miran. Yeah, you have to take everything with a grain of salt, but he quotes him as saying, translated into Hebrew, "Be which day he doesn't say. Anashim uh, So If this is a source It's describing that um, There's also the question of Was it even a continuous Jewish community in Miran? We're not going to get into that There's also the question of How did they celebrate in Iran After the Arizal? Is it continuous Was there interruptions A lot of uh, Stuff that could be Potentially discussed But it's not our focus Here right now So um, so it's quoting from. this. we know, these different travelogues, Different people visited Eretz Yisrael throughout the Middle Ages and wrote letters, wrote descriptions. Uh, very valuable information. So he says that Ripsachia and these different mekayres, they uh, they seem to be describing that there was an, uh, an alyat. They used to go to Miron on Pesach Sheni Yudal Eir. Yud Chasir is just a few days afterwards. Um, also, back then, they, meant, they tend to mention more that it's the cave of, of Hill and Shammai. They don't tend to mention that it's the cave of Shemar Yachai. So that itself is interesting to observe. Obviously, the Arizal, we know, is famous for identifying many kabaram that even weren't uh, identified as such before. So Kabochaim Muron, where were... Was, the wasn't the first to say that that's cave of Shbi. And once the Arizal says so, so then we're Um Goes through different Bukaitas. There was uh, Talmud of the Ramban. Who wrote something about going to the cave of Bishim and davening for rain? And then, uh, so the idea that they used to go there to, to ask for rain. Again, no date yet, but at least it's mentioned in the cave. Someone, um, Remeisha uh, Basula, writes uh, he was in the fifteen hundreds. He writes that uh, they went to the cave of Hill and Shammai. I think maybe he mentions that it was Pesach Shaini. Or, or it was a different date. Like I said, a lot of these dates and, and, and details, you have to get to the bottom of each one. But because you see that there were happenings in Miron before the Arizal, to whatever extent. Uh, there's also famously a false mocker that this guy quotes uh, without commenting, on Bar Tanura, uh these the Rebbe uh Shaym Zalma famous uh what's his name? Uh Shay Oshazal something like that. The Riaz I think it's gonna be Shay Oshazalad Margalius, that's his name. Um famously wrote Swaram about Shimari Chai, and he I think was the first one to quote this as a mocker, and he quotes Rabhavadya saying, Yudhaz beir, yomi sausage be boy me kolas vivas madlika's gidalis, levad mash madlik mala near Tomet. But the problem is is that that's actually not, not actually what Ribaji wrote. He wrote on half Gimelir, they go to Lud to the caver of Shmuel Anavi, a whole zoo from the top to bottom. So those who like dunking on these bekeros, that's the, you know, it's very the easy one. You know, it's a layup that uh, whoever quotes that, you can really uh, tell them that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, hundred years ago. Um... There's letters from the Rebbe, possibly even... I think he was around late enough that there's letters from the Rebbe to him about Saibad Hisvarim and Saibad about, about uh, Is that a yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some history there, but uh, what exactly and when and where? And it seems to be the idea that it might have started off as Pesach Sheni and extended into a few days, and that's where is you know starts becoming a day in Neron. But the idea that so that that's the question of Miran. Then is the question of the Tera of Rashbi. So getting back to Mosheh Bloy's Blay, article uh, in Yeshurun, so he says, as far as he can tell, the first mocker that says it is Benis and Epshtes. Benis and Epshtes has a Dvash, has a Hesped, an Altona, and the year Tovkuf So that's pretty late. He says Yehama Metgemu Boim or Yehelul the Rashbi. Hilula Nara Bo Al so this is the day we should do tshuva. Um, he says there's another mucker around the same time as Yenis and Eib, it's B'chaim Shlema Fernandez-Diaz. Yeah, interesting names like that back then. And uh, he also mentions the idea, to be up all night. The um, Chida, who's more around the time of the Altid Abbe, uh, one say from Brisker wrote that it was p'tiras Rashiem lula delay, and then in his later svarim Maris Ayan and Taivayin, he changed his mind and said uh, that actually doesn't seem to make sense. The Al is also famously one of the earlier Mekiddes, and uh, it's printed in Sederim Dach and in Amory of Samach Beis. It's the same Mimer, I think, two grussers. The same where The al Rebbe writes like clearly that kapashtos uh, that it's the potato of Rishonay Yehai. Then he quotes Yves Margalius, who quotes Ravajah and of course takes the opportunity to debunk that. Um, oh, really, there is one marker before Yenis uh, and and that's the Chemdas Yamam. The Chemdas Yamam is its own partial, it has its own questions, and whether there are Sabbatean influences in it, and who wrote it, and who, and there's also a lot of. Time there another sperm, and who copied from who? To, uh, if you ever want to get uh, lost in an endless mechkar, uh, Chemed Yom is a good place to go. Um, so he writes, there's a whole question about what the Rebbe's attitude that's included in the endless debate. What the Chederbeim's attitude is to say for Ziyom. So which was printed in the year Tav Tzadagalaf, so a, f- a few decades before Venus and says it says which itself is always the mystery of what his sources are, and often he'll say, or and you never know what he's talking about. And here you see him also casually referring to this day as a Hilula, and Claims you that's the first source we see that where someone is, sigh saying it's the uh, pater of Rashbi, and Sai, saying, oh, it's hilula delay. Now, if you're uh, trying to prove the merits of this, Chemnas Yomim is probably not the best uh, source to find that uh, it's mamish the earliest. So that. To um, Meri in this quote, I said he has these mysterious quotes where he says and that itself is a question. Take no, not that is referring to, but no. I think it's background like, or a someone accused. There's been accusations that Hamdus Yom itself was written by Nossan Tzvi's Talmud. There are piyutim in there that have name in the that have his name in the acrostic. No, I don't think anyone goes that far. that has not. I think that has not been accepted. It's it's a big mystery. Anyway, this article is claiming that anyway. The first mark is the Yom, which might not be so great. Okay. Then he gets to the Prietz Chaim, um, and he says that the Prietz Chaim, the way it's printed, it says, in that same passage about the Bavram HaLevi, so it comes all these, whenever you have these duplications in these farm, they're always written slightly beside the So in the Prietz uh, Chaim, it says, This is a big mystery. What on earth is the Priyat time saying he passed away on my because he's one of the Talmudim. Um so different Khamia actually, the uh, Alter Abstammit famously already uh, discusses it. The Khida discussed it before him, and the Khidah's Maskana was well as a Mashikasafti Brika Yasuf Shia Shakash Black can Ken Kas of which he already had, Achvarnoeda Shabnischay Earbuva Toyosefer and Isha Mitis, he Nusha Shma Sha'em of Shmo Vital and Kavales, which is the Loshul we quoted earlier. The sentence is written differently. There is no none of this shemais rashi b'yeng lagva So that was the chida's uh, final uh, opinion. But nishchai also says that uh, it's not correct. He says, if you look in the Tafk of bembeis, which has been forgotten because the one from tafkuf bemhe became the standard prietzheim. If you look over there, it says hegam rashi yohaim et who It says shem himself. Shemem Ches So that seems to be more uh, accurate. Then he says, says he started looking into Kesveyar of time There's a whole world of Kesveyar of Sifrei He has one that was written before the year and Bays It was in R. Oppenheim's library. He had a famous library, and he says over there it says So he says." that that's where the mistake came from. It said Shin Mem and Priya Tzchaim, they turned it into Shemes. And really it should be Simchas both times. Tam Simchas He says he also found uh, we have Reb Chaim V'tal's own Ksav of the Shemene and Um and that whole line is missing there in Gansom. He also is that what everyone quotes of Shmuel is saying in that story that Rishbi said. But Yom Simchasenu, he that if you look in the Ksav it actually says and he ties that Shemua could uh, mean you know, learning or whatever. But that was his. That's what Lloyd Um Just a few more things that he quotes. Um, what is the Simcha if it's Taka not his P'tireh? So the Chido says, uh, that's the day when he, uh, uh, that's the day when uh, Rabbi Kiva started teaching the new Talmudim. So that's the that's the Simcha. And the P'chadosh says, like we said earlier, Aleisim talmidim Shalway mesu, etc. Mishnis Chassidim says this, and he says, Taka <speaking> Mitzvah <in> the Simcha Sreb Shimen Dabaretz Yisrael, Yerech L'smoyal Kivrach. It's the where It's also the sameach. Maybe a mistake. And he touches a bit here on the minute b'chal of going. So yeah, there's different makayus. He says that, interestingly the chida. is a out of the like, where the chida wrote a number of stories about Miran that he never printed. Um, it's in uh, JTS called Kitzur Zikad and Maesius Nissen, Maesius HaKasavti V'Rashamti. He writes there, that Yimei Mara on the Bish Yosef, Heskimu Yasu Yisrael HaAravim, which means the Yidn that have been living among the Arabs much earlier, not the more recent Tzfar than what comes come from other countries. So they apparently had the, the Minik. So the Hiskema, they should stop making a Mokho Balag Bo'eim and Hashbim. They had written already, uh, put out another thing. He uses the word "lulah" as well, although depending on your opinion, what that means could be up for debate. So the biseisah was going to, he didn't understand what it was all about, and especially I think it was appropriate and respectful. And Rashi came to him in a dream. And uh, he quotes other miraculous stories, we don't have time. So now there's the, there's the Chabad response to this. So first of all, uh, Reb Nochem Greenwald wrote about this topic in the in Tavshin Samach Gimel. And there's a letter from the Rebbe, I believe it's to Rabbi Zevin, about this line and the famous, the standard line in Priya time that hatam shemeser shpibu Bo eimer, and what, what's up with that? And the Rebbe himself says that this line is a mistake, and it's... In the prietzheim kisveyad sheyeshen ba'isem a kisveyad shalak ve'kedushas mori v'chami ad m'shlite chasser kolinyan zeh. So the Rebbe in that letter seems to be agreeing we should just delete the whole line altogether. It's just corrupted. So then the question is, so then what's the marker for This was you not know, communal writing separately, on his own. So. So he, he ends up saying that he found the Hamdan Ziyamim as well. Maybe he was, uh, this was two years before the Yeshuran, so maybe he was the first one, I don't know. He says that he found uh, the Hamdan Ziyamim. The Hamdan Ziyamim, despite its being controversial, was also very influential. So a lot of things seem to spread through the Hamdan Ziyamim. Then there's Rabbi Kleisner, Bisechot Kleisner, uh, David Kleisner of Nachos Har Chabad. He's part of the Techtel family. He writes a lot of Ha'aris. So he's taken this issue very personally, and he's been writing about it over and over again. He's very bothered by this article in sure. And so he started, this is in Tavshin Ayin Aleph, in Ha'aris, it was also printed in uh, Khevitz, Titus Nachos Har Chabad, the same year. So he's quoting the Rebbe, and first of all, there's other letters where the Rebbe talks about Black Boehmah. The Rebbe always says that it's the day of the Petit of Rav The Rebbe actually, over there, it's been signed to Pitya Tzchayim and to the Atareb and to Rav Nechamir Dubrovna. So he, Ta'inus, so yeah, a few Ta'inus. His first, original Ta'inus, the Yem Shmoa was the Yem Shmoa Senu, Hagofa. Yem Shmua Senu means Lashen Petit HaShmoor HaKa uh, and things like that. So he's, it was Merach on that. That was one kind of that he had. Um, he also kept on writing about it. It was on Shturim it was on Chabad Info. Um, he also us that, okay, let's say it says Shin Mem twice in, in the be. He says we should be Mefanachet, the Tam Simchas rashbi, but Yem kihu mitomidiva, Shuhu meis, Shuhu Shemais. He wants to title it. You could still stick Shemes in there in some way. Then he says he went to the National Library of Israel and he found microphones of the Priy's And he says he found and he shared the pictures. Um, he has a period of time where it says clearly, Batam Shimem Ches line Rashbi. So that's clearly Simchas Rashbi. Ki shemes, the problem is then you're stuck with the Shahu Shames again. But he's tiny. You have a bunch of Kisviyad where it actually said already before, and he dates the Kisviyad from 1651 from 1760. So he wants to Taina that these Kisviyad are reflecting on something that the Priyats did say, and that the Hamdas Yom could have gotten it from these kesviyad of the Priyats That's what he meant by his Mekaitis. And uh, back and forth with Blayb, Blayb was saying, What do you mean? The Rebbe himself said you should delete that line from uh, the Priyats So he said, No, but the Rebbe himself also said that as a day of Rashbiz uh, uh, Hilula, and uh, the Rebbe didn't have all these kisviyat. What do you want the Rebbe to say? If you have these kesviyad, maybe the Rebbe would say that. Oh, now it makes sense. So that's you can look it up on Storm Mahmadaninto. We don't have time to talk about the Midirba Kiva. I'll just tell you in a minute that the discussion is that there was a theory that started about 200 years ago that Midirba Kiva is really a code word for Barkaichva. That it was they were all fighting Bar Kaichva, Bakiv, as we know, was involved in that whole parsha. And the theory was, it doesn't wow, what what if twenty five thousand people talk a diet from Oscar? It sounds a bit uh, interesting. So they wanted the a taina that it's uh, it's code for uh, Bar and from there was the that turned Lag BaOmer into a day celebrating Bar So this guy is actually uh Lumi. I know it's five thirty. I'll just finish in forty five seconds. He wrote an article in Asif. He's coming Dafka out the Talmud of Cook and. That's his perspective and his angle, and he's trying to prove from that perspective that it's not true. So he quotes the first one to say that it was Bar Keifez was bin Kruchma, who was uh, early Moscow in Poland, who apparently was more or less a keifer, although he was from his personal life. He does quote the inter- number of interesting on in the Zecher Yehosef, the Eitz Yehosef on the Medrash. They actually do also mention casually that it's Muhammad Beitar. But, and the big marker is that the Shuragoyin writes a when he talks about Tamidit Evakimim. But Hittain is that Shmada doesn't necessarily mean that. And anyway, Abhay Goyen in the Tshuva wrote askara. So if, if, if his father said it was a shmada, why did Abhay start saying askara again? And he says, anyway, there's two of the Igeres of Shiro Goyen, there's the Tzarfati and the Svardi. And the Tzarfati, according to the is the correct one, and that doesn't even have the word Shmada in it. The whole Arich is to to prove that the, According to our legitimate mechaites, there's no reason to associate Lag with Bar at all. Um, have a feilah Lag Um You know, of course, the Rebbe added the you know That's besides in the new premise of Teira Yashik uh, uh,